Hi everyone, welcome back. It's Luke here. Um, you're on the Moments podcast. This is a real moment for Claire. Claire's normally sat on the other side of the table or uh, Zoom or other available conferencing services uh, hosting a podcast at uh, Sky Betting and Gaming. Um, so Claire, this big moment, over to you. I'll let you introduce yourselves to the world. Um, and uh, yeah, if you don't mind, just giving us a little bit about you and your role, um, if that's okay. And the company. Yeah, of course. Um, so my name's Claire Pittaway. I work for Sky Betting and Gaming and my role there is um, Employer Brand and Engagement Manager. Um, so within my team, we do all employee engagement activity around the business. We work really closely with the people team and I work uh, really closely alongside our people support team that are like a traditional HR function and sit on their wellbeing working group. Um, I also host our podcast internally, which is called Time to Talk, where our colleagues talk about their lived experiences with mental illness, uh, share their stories with the aim to break the stigma of mental ill health in the workplace. Cool. So you're, you're a pro at this then on the old podcast, which is, which is cool. Um, it would be, it'd be good to get a sense of that and start there if you don't mind. Like what, what is it? Why is it there? How did it start? Um, and, and what kind of, I guess, stories, like it's, it's, it feels like from a distance of not seeing it or hearing it or understanding it that well, it's like, it's quite a big, thing to do if it's an openly shared podcast so maybe just the whole backstory and what it's yeah, about of course um and it has like i think now more and more businesses are seeing the benefit of sharing stories like this internally but we started doing this two years ago um so the way that it came about was that uh i've been through a really difficult time in my life with mental ill health um mm -hmm. and i started talking to other people you know just for coffee and colleagues actually we'd go for coffee and talk about our different experiences and share our stories um and at the time my background is i've i've always worked in comms so i was in an internal comms role yeah. um and i think lots of people that have been through mental illness and really hit a real low point in their lives when you finally do recover and you start talking to other people there's this like sense of drive and passion to help other to people to help other people get through yeah, it, yeah and that's something that lots of people i think feel um particularly with mental health so i we're, i'm lucky at sky betting and gaming number one i was in a role where i sort of had the platform already to share these yeah. stories with other people um and also we've got a culture that allows you to like have a big idea and just do it. There's not much red tape. I know that sounds really cliche, but it really is like that. So um, one of my best friends at Skybitten and Gaming, he, he's like the best person to start one of these podcasts with. We launched on Mental Health Awareness Week 2018 and he breaks every stereotype of mental ill health. He's like a, everyone has like a workplace celeb, don't they? And he, that's him, like <laughs> the life and soul. He'd be hosting all of our all hands meetings, like the best person to break stereotypes, really get everyone in the business to sit up, listen, mm. um, and break, really start to break stigma around what depression looks like in real yeah. life. Um, so we kicked off with that, um, a couple of years ago it went down really well um, and we just ask people around the business if they've listened to the podcast if they have a story to share to keep momentum and volunteer to be on the podcast I would never approach someone to share their story because I think it has to be the right time for the individual to Opt be in, right? open up exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
So that's the way it goes. And uh, my role in that as the host is to just signpost to all of the support services available at Sky Betting and Gaming. Yeah. Um, because I think that's really important. I think um, if we'd have started the podcast and as an employer, seeing as I was doing it as part of the comms team, if we didn't have great support services to offer to our people on that podcast, then it wasn't really serving the right purpose. It's great to share stories, but um, we need to be signposting to our EAP service if someone is feeling mm. really low or crisis helplines or our mental health first aiders that we have set up now. So it's really good for signposting and it's really good for, it's weird to say a safe space in the workplace, but it is sort of becoming that. Like that, yeah. that's what I wanted to get to was create a place where people feel comfortable talking about mental illness at work and it's seen as a strength rather than a weakness. Like being on this side of the questioning, like it's generally quite free flow and you can, it's not overly prescriptive and that has its upsides and downsides. And I imagine in this context, it's quite a, a safe space, but still quite a vulnerable share. It's a real vulnerable share. But the thing that I've found so inspiring is that people are so willing to open up and share really difficult experiences. Like mm. as a host sitting in a room and recording with someone, um, I've just been absolutely astounded with people's bravery um, in what they've spoken about. We've had topics like bereavement, suicidal thoughts. Um, we had one that was entitled by the person that want, that volunteered to talk called childless and IVF. Right, so okay. really broad topics, um, all, all put forward by colleagues themselves. Uh, and it is, it is a really vulnerable position to put yourselves in. But um, as part of my team, we have the diversity and inclusion function within our team. Mm -hmm. And what we aspire to do is really encourage people to be able to bring their full self to work in order to be able to perform at your best. Yeah. So I think that being able to share experiences like this is so important to feeling comfortable in being yourself at work. If you're struggling with depression or you're going through a really tough time of IVF for some people, mm. um, it's really important to be able to share that with the people that you work with five days a week, maybe more than five days a week, all day, every day, because you will be feeling vulnerable at times. And if people around you know that and can support you, then you're going to be more productive and I guess your engagement with your employer grows as well. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, it's a really interesting one. And like, how um, how have people reacted to it? I imagine to begin with, it was probably somewhat of a, wow, this doesn't happen at work. Yeah. To uh, like, how many, how many recordings have you done? And how many we've people done, have you got? We've done nearly 20 now. Um, which is amazing and I think at first at first it was so different to I think what anyone had ever seen before um, mm. in any work environment which was great I think uh, I, I mean I guess I am blowing my own trumpet but um, <laughs> I think your host is really important because I know about mental health like I'm, I'm quite educated in that field and I think having someone that's really comfortable with the topic really helps yeah indeed. Um, and I think hopefully that comes through in the tone that we have on our podcast of I hope that everyone feels safe talking to me. Um, yeah, at first, I think, obviously, it was um, quite a big topic for people to be talking about. And I think some people may have felt that 
Um, it was quite a big career decision for that first person to make the step to record the podcast. And yeah, indeed. There were ups and downs where he was um, texting me like, not sure if I want to do it. Yes, I do want to do it. And then the day before being like, yeah, we're going to go for it. But um, <laughs> lots of the feedback actually goes directly to the people that are on the podcast. So mm. I always go for a coffee with um, each individual before we record. And what I do say to them is, you're probably going to get a lot of people reaching out to you. Are you all right with that? Like, are you going to be comfortable yeah. talking personally to people? Um, because that does happen. And I've seen some of the feedback that people get individually. And it's really, really heartwarming um, to know that uh, you're making a difference, even if it's just to one person. I think reaching out in the workplace is brave is such an interesting word, but it's, it's a bold thing to do. Um, yeah. I have so much respect for people that do that. I, I imagine it to be, um, so we, in our positioning, we talk about moments that strengthen relationships. Like this for me must be, it brings me back to a time in which, so I did um, a leadership development course when I was at WellPay and they, it was, there's a lot of niceness that sat around it. They took us to a different country. They did a, uh, like an experience based around the five dysfunctions of a team and one of the first things was around trust. Yeah. And they asked us to share with a very small group of people um, what was um, the biggest highlight in our lives. And there's lots of stories of people getting married or having kids yeah. or achieving certain things or climbing a mountain, whatever. Um, that was the first one. And everyone was like, oh, that's quite nice and that's joyous and so on. And then they, they said, okay, go back with the same group. Bearing in mind, we're sat on a mat in a jungle. Um, and they were like, share the saddest moment of your life. Yeah. Um, and people shared stories of like, um, holding their mum's hand as they passed away, being in a position where, um, they had an abusive relationship. Like these were people from a 6,000 person company that I've never met before crying in front of me. And like, it was just the most surreal experience, but off the back of it, you feel this like insane sense of connection yeah. because they've shown vulnerability or, a level of things that you would just never get onto the topic of at work. Yeah. And I, I can only begin to imagine that like the, 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 the opportunity for connection off the back of these 20 people that have shared around a common experience in which they've had and felt must, must when you can show that level of like insight to your life must just like people could probably build friends forever off the back of it. Yeah. Definitely. And I think it's a good reminder that the people that you work with aren't robots and um, it's a good, it's not a good way to just see your colleagues as colleagues, if that makes sense. So mm. every email that you send someone, you're sending it to a person that has experiences and that might be going through a tough time in their life. And yeah. I think this is just like, I guess, an extreme way of really bringing that person into work because although people will have lots of like similar highlights in their lives that people share about really openly, like you just said, like getting married and stuff. Mm. Lots of people have similar experiences of getting divorced. Yeah. Um, yeah and yeah. it's just normalizing those conversations so that there's no shame in the workplace and we're creating a really transparent environment. So, I mean, I'm really hard at, um, like I wear my heart on my sleeve and if I am yeah. going through a tough time, then I might burst into tears and have to leave the office that day. Yeah. And yeah. I feel really, really, um, lucky to be working in an environment where I can just say to my manager look my anxiety is through the roof right now I'm not going to be very productive today 
but I'll yeah. be back tomorrow or I'll, you know, really be, have uh, an open and trusting relationship uh, with not just my manager, but everyone around me. Yeah, indeed. Yes. You, you should be super proud of what you've done, by the way. It's amazing. I am really proud of what we've done. And we um, actually won the Sunday Times Top 100 Best Companies to Work for Wellbeing Award this year for the podcast. So that well was a done fantastic and well moment. Yeah, it was really, really good. Talking of moments. Yeah. That was a really nice moment. Um, yeah, really great recognition for all of those people that have put themselves out there to help others. Yeah, complete. R- random question. Yeah. What, what, what level in the organisation are these people typically? Yeah. So Sorry, we, this isn't on. No, no, any- this goes from all ends, of the, uh, all ends of the scale. So our CTO has recorded a podcast. Um, one of our heads of departments spoke about her experience in, of counselling. So it is really a really broad range around the business. And I, I think it's really important that leadership, obviously, um, of role model this sort of behaviour. So yeah. even though um, lots of colleague level people have been on the podcast, our leadership team are always like saying, well done for doing this or what a great podcast. Thanks so much for sharing. And I think that's really important. Mm. Really important. We do have an open culture as well where um, lots of our leadership team are parents and they're very open about um, working from home with the kids, especially now. Um, Madness, yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but one of our CTO is always um, an advocate of being loud when you leave. And he always leaves okay. early to pick his kids up from school. And he says that it's really important for him to tell everyone, I'm going mm. now, I'm picking my kids up from school. So that it's sort of not that people need permission to also follow suit, but some people do. So it's nice to have that sort of uh, behaviour role modelled around the business so that we feel more comfortable that we can be ourselves and that our personal commitments are really important and just as important important as our work commitments. Yeah, completely. it's like what we talked about before the recording, right, in terms of brand, of you can say all of these things on your careers site or on your intranet or have a policy that says all of these things are possible but until that they're backed up with people role modeling this stuff, especially in this context, not just at a leadership, like this is someone said to me the term once of um, leadership from every seat. And this feels like it is absolutely that like people being courageous enough to put themselves out there is like at the essence of leadership. Right. Yeah. And even on the back of that, like not being limited in your career because you've spoke about your um, battles with mental illness you know it's mm-hmm. it's definitely praised um as a strength and I think for me it obviously I think it's a strength to talk about your mental uh, illness and your lived experience because if you're if you're managing to come to work every day while you're really not in a very good place and I don't see what part of that is weakness at all no I I completely agree I completely yeah. agree um, can we just talk a bit more broadly about kind of well-being and or, or, or wellness? I, yeah. I kind of think about um, mental health as kind of like one pillar, mm. um, but also like physical health, which is important and championed by the government right now. Yeah. Um, financial. Um, and then one that often doesn't get talked about at the moment, which is one for me around like emotional health yeah. and like how you're thinking about um, this sense of, um connection and community to the things that you're focused on um yeah like what what else do you do like what's the bigger picture look like for you on the well-being front 
Yeah, so um, again, a couple of years ago, we started a wellbeing working group to make sure that um, when we were doing initiatives like this podcast, that we weren't just um, like running before we can walk, I suppose. I think it all starts yeah. with having a great benefits package for your people. Um, so our empl- uh, employee assistance program is really, really great. Um, they're called Validium and they offer lots of um, financial su- uh, services for employees and they also um, offer manager support helplines for if you have any okay. concerns with your team. So um, they are a really great service, REAP, and they also offer um, free counselling sessions to our staff as well, which is an extra bonus as, uh, on top of that. We also have all of the things like uh, gym membership, free gym membership for our staff. Um, but in Sky Betting and Gaming, we're quite unique in that we have uh, nine to five staff members and we also have 24 hour shift workers because we're an always on business. Yeah. Um, so we sort of have different audiences that we have to cater for their well-being. So um, we've recently launched a well-being passport in our customer contact centre. Okay. Um, which is like a it's like a document that you can fill out if you have any accessibility requirements or you want to tell your manager about your mental illness but perhaps you work different shifts so you have different managers at different times so you just have this one document to save the stress of having to go over and over that same conversation again yeah Um, so we try to do more targeted things like that and we really want to encourage people to be more proactive with their well-being so we teamed up with um unmind the wellbeing app to uh, offer that to our staff as a benefit so that it gives a platform to learn more about mental health conditions, wellbeing. They also have yoga classes on there that you can do. So I love Unmind. I think they're great. They've also been on a guest episode of our podcast as well, which was really good. Um, We've also got mental health first aiders. So we we do cover everything uh, wellbeing related within the workplace. We train our managers for mental health awareness training. We try to go above and beyond um, the usual, what you'd expect to find, I think. Is, is this just a passion of yours, the leaders, in which they think of people as human beings in which deserve support and work is one of those like outlets in society that make it available? Or is the basis for investment economic in which you know absenteeism will reduce or churn will reduce or engagement will be higher or... Yeah. I know I it's always quite balanced, but I just, it, you seem to be doing much more than, yeah. than, than most. I guess like you've just said, of course, there's going to be the economic output of it where hopefully absenteeism uh, reduces. But um, primarily our people team are really passionate about uh, doing the right thing for our people. Yeah. Um, and... I think I I truly believe that where it comes from is that if we are allowing people to feel comfortable at work, then they're going to give us more Yeah. as an employee, like more passion, more honesty, um, more drive, more inclusion of others. Um, and I think that is really where it comes from. It's not an econ- it's not about econ- economic benefit. It's really about just creating a great environment where people feel comfortable and that they feel like they can be themselves. Yeah. No, whatever that means for them yeah yeah. it sounds really cringy when i say it out loud but i really genuinely do believe that no and it's it's the reason i often ask the question is like in right at your core like what's the basis of doing it um and it's good uh, especially in times like when 
humanity is highly considered because we're in the middle of COVID-19 and like there's we're thinking about each other more so than we probably ever have done like yeah. if you look at the togetherness effort of the nation it's like it's really high so it's a it's a good thing in my mind yeah and um, all of this groundwork has definitely set us up to hit the ground running during times like these as well yeah i was going to say like we, we um this recording for anyone that listens in the future um is right in the middle of the kind of coronavirus pandemic and uh work has like fundamentally changed and hopefully for the better and as a catalyst towards the future of work for me. I think a lot of the activities that we're seeing is probably what was to come anyway, um, but it's just come really quickly. Um, but like, How have you seen the way that you support people, the way that people are utilizing some of, like this is an anxious, stressful, scary time for everybody. I think it could be acknowledged. Like, How have you seen people adapt to some of the initiatives that you're supporting them with or how have you changed or flexed your approach to better support people remote yeah so um as i said right at the beginning we worked really closely with the comms team and as soon as uh, we started working from home we had to reassess our comms strategy for the next well however many months yeah uh, and obviously like the rest of the world we've had to have a real shift into focusing completely on well-being um and I can't, uh, we don't even have many, this is week, is it, are we on week six? But we don't, we're not even really talking about too much BAU now in week six, because mm -hmm. there's so much to re-educate and re remind people in times like these. It's like targeted comms to people managers about how to effectively have a remote one-to-one -one or what to do if you can't get in touch with your employee. Like the fundamental um the fundamental problems just shift a little bit and yeah, i think yeah. as an employer we have a when we're in the office we have a duty of care to be looking after people in their working environment and we still have that duty of care but our working environments have just changed to your yeah, home yeah. so yeah. it is very different it's different but our duty of care remains the same and our comms strategy has just shifted to be totally focused on well-being making sure that we have ways for people to connect with others around the business. So we use the platform Slack for our, uh, yeah. com as our comms tool. And we've had four pillars that we want to focus on. So it's mental wellbeing, physical wellbeing, good vibes for the tribes where we've had like fun initiatives, like yeah. SVG cribs where people have done like MTV style <laughs> videos around their house. Yeah. Um, our leadership team have done a through the keyhole, a series where we have to guess who lives in that house which has been really fun and then the last section the last channel that we've been focusing on is personal growth um, okay, because yeah. now people do have some people in different areas of the business do have more time so it's been a really nice way to connect people and we've had like TED style talks around the business where people get to share what they're doing in their teams or we've got a marketing session today where people are talking about what they do for Skybet and our TV product so we've been trying to make the most of this time, keep people connected and remind people of the wellbeing offering that we have at SVG. Cool. And then a closing question, if I may. Um, so when we think of like mental health and wellbeing, sometimes it can be difficult to introduce to a workplace. Um, and I don't know whether that's sometimes the stigma associated, sometimes the uh, business case. Um, but if people wanted to be in a position where they open up um do you have any advice or tips for people that yeah, are listening 
when I've been thinking about this, I've, I've really been thinking with my comms hat on, to be honest. And um, I just suggest to people that you really think about who your audience are. Um, because I guess our initiative sounds really good and great and I guess it would be a fantastic way to get uh, talking about mental health but is, is a podcast the right tool for you to introduce to your workplace? Probably not for everyone. Um, so I think it's real like reflecting on your own culture that you have um, and starting with small steps. I would really suggest that you take a good hard look at your benefits package to make sure that if you do start talking about mental health, then you're really signposting people to support that they need. Because if, you, if you're encouraging people to reflect on how they feel, you want people to be able to access support services on the back of that as well. So um, yeah, really what, what is right for you and your business would be my starting point. Thank you ever so much. You smashed it. Oh, thanks for having me. You're a me. superstar on the other side. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs>